The 445th edition of the MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by PrizePix. Go to prizepix.com and use code SGPN for a first deposit match of up to $100. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. And finally, we are brought to you by us, the MMA Gambling Podcast. We just launched our YouTube channel, and to celebrate, we're giving away an MMA Gambling Podcast hoodie. Just head on over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash MMA hoodie for all the details. Heidi Ho, DeGenerinos, and welcome to the MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, episode 445, back in your ear and eye holes once again, YouTube and wherever you catch your podcasts. Make sure you, you watch and listen to both. We need all the numbers we can get. Thank you for coming to the show. This one is going out to a friend of ours on Twitter, X Lars, who had lots of nice things to say about us and is enjoying watching us on the YouTube. So this goes out to Lars. Uh, I am one of your hosts. We had nice things to say about uh, Jeff Chalks Fox. As if you're watching YouTube, you'll you'll see my name on the screen. Thanks for coming to the show. This is our second half of our UFC fight night breakdown. Yes, finally UFC is back. Uh, we're doing a non-regional MMA, even though those are fun, and we do make a lot of money off regional MMA. It's good to have the UFC back. So we're going to do the main card for you today. Yesterday was our prelim episode, so make sure you catch that if you not have not already. Gumby and I did differ on a couple. Uh, a couple picks there, and we got a, a few dogs on the event. The main card, though, let me tell you, it's pretty chalky for Jeff Chalks Fox. Let's see what Gumby thinks. Hi, Gumby Breland. Hey, the, the, he was he the the guy who who said first of all he was a big fan of the show, but also thought my voice had originally sounded like a frat bro. <laughs> yes, yeah, but but now he thinks you look like a golf bro, which yeah which I, isn't the case either, is it? Isn't a golf bro just a frat bro who got old? I, you know, I guess. Yeah, well, yeah, yep. not the same thing. And yeah, I got some. When my beard's a little longer, you can see some grays in there. So, yeah, maybe I am just uh, – I wasn't in a frat and hate golf. So, there you go. Yeah, I was going to say, you don't, you don't even <laughs> golf, do you? So I don't yeah. golf, and I wasn't in a frat. So, yeah, it is. Maybe – yeah, we'll let it happen. <laughs> as long as you li- listen and watch, that's all we care about. Yeah, so. you can call me whatever um, you want. You can say whatever you want about my voice. Exactly. <laughs> and some a lot of people have said plenty of nice things about us as well. So, um, all right. I hinted this is a chalky main card for me. How about you, Gumby? Because a lot of big lines here. Yes, there's one fight that I've, you know, I don't know what the official line you've got because you're updating the odds a little bit more often than I am. But there's one fight that was pretty much a pick So, like, that's there's no chalk in that one, right? Um, And then I would say almost chalky across the board. Half half the fights in the card are basically minus 500 or higher. Yeah, I know. (laughs) It's a little rough. we're going to have a good Bonfim brother. We're going to have a bad Bonfim brother. He's not really a bad Bonfim brother. The lesser of the Bonfims, right? We got yes, both he's Bonfims. Def- he's definitely lesser Bonfim. Lesser Bonfim. So, um, so yeah, if you're into Bonfims, this is the episode for you, right? You get, it's a pro Bonfim. It is. It is. That's, 
let's just get started. All right. Unless, oh, is there a more small talk we should do? Do you have do you have anything else interesting that's happening? No, and now I already put down the scrolly thing on the bottom of the screen, so we got to start talking well, about it now. <laughs> if the scrolly thing is down, then we must talk about the bad Bonfim brother or the lesser the lesser good Bonfim brother. Uh, lightweights, th- three five minute rounds. Ismail Ismail Bonfim versus Vinks Pachel or Vink Pachel. It's been so long since we sp- said his name. Um, the man with the mustache is finally back. So we got Brazil versus the USA here. Of course, Pachel is from hell is the nickname. Uh, 14 and three, eight knockouts. One, he's been knocked out once, submitted once. So he's pretty durable. Seven and three in the UFC. Three and one over his last four, including losing his last fight. That was way back in April, 2022. He's not won a fight since August of 2021. He went three and one in the ultimate fighter. 2009 pro MMA debut, two inch tight, one inch reach on Bonfim. He's outstruck his UFC opponents by 1.06 strikes per minute. Better grappling stats than Bonfim, plus 390. Bonfim, nickname Marata, which means hammer. They're big on that in Brazil, are they not? We have a lot of hammers. Yeah, yeah, a lot of such hammers. Yep. Uh, Bonfim, 19 and four, nine knockouts, four submissions. He's been submitted four times, so that is his Achilles heel. The only way he has lost is submission. A one one the UFC, 13 and one over his last 14 fights. Uh, the one, the loss came in his last fight. He lost that via submission. One known contender series was a regional champion. He is uh, another guy who has fought at a billion different weight classes. He's fought at Bantamweight, Featherweight, and Welterweight. 2011 Pro MMA debut, 13 years younger than Pichel. Uh, better striking stats, more active landing strikes. He's outstruck his uh, three opponents that we have stats for by 2.225 strikes a minute, minus 475. Give me the lesser of the bomb themes. Give me uh, Ishmael bomb theme. I do not like the line, and I'm feeling a vibe that Gumby is going to take Pichel because Pichel is on his other show this week and because Pichel has a mustache. Let's see if I'm right. So not the two reasons I will give you, but I am taking Vince Pichel. Ah, uh, look, who, and, and this is the big one for me. Who beats Vince Pichel? If you go back in his record, which by the way, not a lot of people. I, I think a Three lot of people. people like see him as this like journeyman. Yeah, he yeah. maybe doesn't fight all that often, but like he's what was would you say seven and three in the UFC? Eight and three. Uh yep. Yep. Yeah, Only three losses in his career are yeah. UFC losses. So, yeah. And look at the three people those were Mark Madsen, right? Uh Gregor Gillespie, Rustam Havilov. What do those three guys have in common in those fights? incredible wrestling top 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 level wrestling right and if you look at every time he's fought somebody that he has a wrestling advantage on he beats them like if he has got the wrestling advantage in the fight first of all he uses it he's not dumb when it comes to game planning like this dude has got it down and second of all he uses it to the point where he wears out much younger dudes than him now like austin hubbard not tons tons younger but quite a bit younger than him uh, I think him and Jim Miller were about the same age. I'm trying to remember who he beat before that, but like he is tiring out guys who are younger than him with his wrestling. And I think since he's gone to factory X, which is for his last four fights, he's looked a lot better. Like he's looked like a better version of himself since like reinvigorating his fight camp. And I think bomb theme, like you, you can say what you want. Like he is a dangerous striker. He is a dangerous submission guy. His wrestling isn't great. I'm not impressed with Ishmael Bonfim dressing. I am impressed with his brother, Gabriel, but I'm not impressed with his grappling game and specifically his, his wrestling game. 
it looked bad against Benoit St. Denis. And I'm not saying Vince Pichel is Benoit St. Denis, but I'm saying he can get some of that stuff done. So yeah, at four to one, yeah, give me Vince Pichel. 13 years older and has not fought in over a year. That's I guess that's why you're getting the line you're getting. So okay. Good luck. Godspeed Thanks. to you, Gumby. Godspeed Thanks. to you. Um you won't need luck with our sponsors, so um, because they deliver exactly what they claim to deliver. Like prize picks, of course. Prize picks are here. Do you want to play along, say, some of Prize Picks favorite players, like rapper Meek Mill and comedian Andrew Schultz and Jeff Fox and Gumby? You can you can now find community plays under the promos tab. Gumby and I won't be listed there, though, sadly. Of the app to view entries from some of the biggest names in the prize picks community each week. Uh that's not good enough for you. How about this? I'll tell you something else about them, okay? Um, Price Picks is really simple to play. You can make your picks and submit them your entry in less than 60 seconds, which is super easy and convenient because you're busy. You're busy listening to our podcast and things like that. So um, they got a whole bunch of cool, cool stat things on there. Gumby was big on higher than any Gonzaga player that's in the NBA. <laughs> higher, and usually it's rebounds you're, you're big on, it seems, too. I guess Siakam's not Gonzaga, but... Um, do you have another one that you want to throw out there? A higher well, or lower if, one? If you if you want to hit me with my Gonzaga bias, let's hit Nembard. Nembard has been ripping it up for uh, for the Pacers. So give me the higher than on Nembard's. We'll go points. He's been scoring over there in, in Indiana. Not just Gonzaga, a Canadian as well. So Gonzaga is big <laughs> on the Canadians. So I like Gonzaga because of that as well. All right. So there you go. Gumby gave you a pick. Here's what you, here's what you do with that information. Go to prizepicks.com slash SGPN. And use code SGPN for a first deposit match up to four, $100. That's pricepicks.com, SGPN, and then the promo code SGPN. Pricepicks, daily fantasy sports made easy. And we're giving away something for you from the MMA Gambling Podcast. That would be us. The MMA Gambling Podcast just launched our YouTube channel. Hooray for us. And in honor, we're giving away an MMA Gambling Podcast hoodie to one lucky winner. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash MMA hoodie. To submit your entry today and make sure to subscribe to the MMA Gambling Podcast on YouTube. Hopefully, you already are subscribing to our YouTube channel. If you're listening, well, if you're watching us, you definitely should be subscribed. If you're listening to us, you can subscribe there as well. All right, let's move on, shall we? We. This is how we started off last episode. Mom and Dad disagreed with the first pick. Now we're going to uh, see if we get back on track with the second fight. It is at middleweight Hadolfo Vieira versus Armin Petrosian. Brazil versus Petrosian. Oh, Armenia. Will our friend Ryan show back up? Our, Sh- shout out friend. Ryan H. Shout out Ryan. Hopefully, we haven't seen you in the Discord for a while. Hopefully, you are still listening. Maybe he's in the jungle too, like turn up. All our listeners are in the jungle in their spare time, I think. that That's a decent guess, but I, I would say it maybe is. no. Maybe no. Maybe no. Okay. A pick and fight, as uh, Gumby was hinting at. Uh, this That would be this fight here. I'll tell you about Superman Petrosian first. Eight and two with five knockouts. He's been knocked out himself once. Three and one in the UFC. Two and zero oh over his last two fights. One no on contender series. Used to fight at light heavyweight. Multiple region championships on his. Mantle. Correct. Get that shirt. Sportsgumbypockets.com slash store. Or get the shirt I'm wearing right now. Yes, I'm wearing the same shirt as yesterday's episode. It's the Gumby shirt. Thursday Night Miracles. Tuesday Night Miracles. Thursday. Usually there's not fights. It's Tuesdays. Uh, Petrosian, where was I? He's three inches taller than Vieira. A year younger. Seems like he should be he should be way younger than Vieira, but he's not. Um, better striking stats. Not surprising. More active landing strikes. Not surprising. 
He Petrosian has outstruck his UFC and contender series points by almost three strikes a minute, plus 2.94. Very impressive number. Minus 105. As of recording, this is a pick um Vera, the black belt hunter. Petrosian does not have a black belt, so he should not be fighting him. Uh Vera nine and two, one knockout, eight submissions. So he's finished everyone. He himself has been submitted one time. Four and two in the UFC. Loss win, loss win over his last four. He won his last fight via submission. He also used to fight at light heavyweight. He's a multiple-time world champion in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Two inches reach on Petrosian. He's been outstruck in the UFC by about a strike and a half a minute. He's at minus 1.48. Better grappling stats, not surprising. Minus 105. <laughs> so a classic grappler versus striker battle. I'm sure Gumby and I are going to pick different people here as well. We'll let you go first. Because you're going to pick the striker? Of this, course. This, you're this card, you're all, yeah, this card, you're all on the, the guys with power. Here's the problem. He's getting taken down by everybody. Everybody's yeah. taking Petrosian down. AJ Dobson took him down. Uh, who did he fight on Contender Series? Was it Ko Kolev? Was it Kolev? I think Kolev had him down like three or four times in that fight and, and like for a whole round's worth of time. And Rodolfo, the thing about him is like his, first of all, his wrestling is getting better because he had that one fight where he couldn't get, was it Chris Curtis down? And then he just was like, I got to get back to the drawing board and, and start to take people down again. And uh, he, it's looked better since then. His striking's looked better since then. He developed the jab. And correct me if I'm wrong, and I'm not I'm not out here trying to insult fighters, but does it feel like Armin Petrosian might be the kind of guy that if Hodolfo Fieda pulls guard, he might just stay there? Do you know what I mean? Like, he might just believe Sadly, in his Sadly, yes. Yeah. yeah, he just kind of believes in his grappling enough that he's like, oh, I can hang out here. Because he, he shot a takedown and got it in his last fight, if I'm not mistaken, against Chris Leroy Duncan. Um, I, I think Petrosian shot a takedown. So, like, he might be like, oh, I can grapple with you. And I don't think he can. I, I think it, the minute this fight hits the ground, uh, Vieta wraps him up like a pretzel and puts him away. So, yeah, I'm going Vieta. Uh, I love – I'm going to be looking for their sub prop here. I, I think Vieta subs him. Obviously, I'm taking striker, like I said. Every fight starts in the feet. But, yeah, obviously, um, Petrosian getting taken down and – Remaining down is is a, a concern, or like, like you said, get going in the guard. But I'll, um, I like his cardio as well, um, better than that. So we we shall see. Better than Vieira. So that, we shall. That, see. that is a good point about Vieira. It's like his his cardio has had issues, but only like periodically, right? Like in some fights, it's looked yeah. awful. Like especially, I mean, obviously the fluffy Hernandez one sticks out as being terrible. <laughs> yeah. But like there were other fights that he were like does his cardio suck or is he just like conserving energy? So that's definitely something to watch. If you are a Hadolfo backer, perhaps it is a weight cutting issue because he, he did used to, he used to fight up at light heavyweight. So who's to say we shall see one of us will be happy. One of us will not after this fight. Um, I think we're going to get back on the same page here. Middleweights. One of our boys is fighting Kayo Bahio, Kai Bahio uh, versus Abus Magomedov. Uh, three five minute rounds, as I said, at middleweight Magomedov 25 5 and 1, 14 knockouts, six submissions. He's been knocked out twice, submitted twice, 101 in the UFC, won his last fight, sorry, lost his last fight, BTKO, 3 101 in PFL, and made it to the 2018 finals. No million dollars for him, though, because he lost. Regional champion used to fight at welterweight 2010 pro MMA debut, four inches height, three inches reach on Ohio, twice more active landing strikes. Uh, he has been outstruck himself in the UFC by 2.79 strikes per minute, plus 240 is a number for him. The natural Kai Bohio, 
friend of Top Turtle MMA podcast. He even translates on Top Turtle for you sometimes. Yeah, right? he, was a, he, he was a guest <laughs> translator in an interview. Yep, he is 14 and one. Four knockouts, four submissions. Never been finished in a fight. Four and all in the UFC, 11 straight wins. Won his last fight via submission. He's not lost since July of 2015. His only loss of his career. Two and all in the contender series. Used to fight at light heavyweight and down at welterweight. Regional champion. All one is pro grappler. Do you know who he lost his pro grappling fight to, Dan? Uh, Jelton Almeida. Yes, Jelton Almeida. Was it? Was uh, it at? Name. Um, it was at a uh, submission circus. I don't know where it was. I think. I think. The, I think the event was submission circus. If I'm not mistaken. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, all right. Um, three years younger than Magomedov, better striking stats, better grappling stats, and Bahio has outstruck his UFC and contender series opponents by 0.73 strikes a minute. Not a small sample size. That's six fights. And he's at minus 250. We're taking our boy, right, Dan? Bahio's the course, pick here. Of course we are. Yeah. Well-rounded and, it, and awesome. Yeah. Well, and well-rounded, I think it's important here because Abus is not a guy who has, I don't think he has particularly good grappling. Um, he's shown some power early in fights, but like, dude, what was the problem in the Sean Strickland fight? He had like three minutes worth of gas. Cause he actually struck pretty well with Strickland for three minutes and then he was pooped. Then he was tired. He had nothing left in the tank. And so like, if that's the case, Cabo Ohio is not a fun guy to fight. Cabo Ohio is a big man. First of all, at, at 185. And in addition to that, like he he's heavy. He gets on you. He presses against the cage. He turns up the pressure striking wise, maybe not to the level Strickland does, but he's got the grappling to match it too, which I think maybe is even more exhausting than what Strickland does. I think you're going to see like three minutes into this fight and absolutely exhausted a boost Magomedov. And I think you're going to see him get finished. Oh, boom. He's getting spicy with it. He's predicting a finish. We're not at that point of the podcast yet, but we, we will take it nonetheless. All right. Uh, we're moving to the big boys, the big chunky guys. The, Fun. Actually, two of the next three fights are are the big boys. Um, this one is. Hud Were you going to call this fight fun? <laughs> no, no, it's not. It's not going to be fun. Listen, who's fighting, everyone? Hadigo Nascimento Dontel Mays. So, you let me know if that's fun. More Brazil versus USA violence. Um, Mays, we're going to tell you about first. Obviously, Kong is the nickname. It was better when he was Lord Kong, but now he's just Kong. He's ten and five with one no contest. He's been knocked out six times. Sorry, he's knocked out six people, submitted one. He's been knocked out once, submitted twice himself. Three and three with one no contest in the UFC. One and one with one no contest over his last three. Won his last fight via TKO. Two and one on the contender series. So that pretty much tells you all you need to know, right? It took him. It took it took a heavyweight three shots in the contender series to for Dana White to say, okay, fine. Um, they loved him regional for champ. some reason. <laughs> yeah. Regional champ for Mays. Uh, four inches of height, one inch reach on Nascimento. He, Mays has been outstruck over those contender series and UFC fights. So 10 fights by 0.34 strikes a minute. And he's at plus 240. Nascimento, his nickname, of course, is Z Colmia, which is? Uh, Yogi Bear. Yes, correct. Uh, 10 and one with one no contest. And he looks like Yogi Bear. It makes perfect sense. That's, yeah, the, I, that's the body I, type. That's I his body so. type. Yogi bear. Yeah. Body, <laughs> body type equals Yogi bear. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, that could be a good title. It was going to be a bomb theme pun, but that's a good title, Dan. And it came naturally too. Um, all right. Now Cemento's 10 and one with one, no contest. 
but not uh sorry knocked uh, i'm i'm struggling here we're getting near the end of the show uh he's knocked out two people submitted six people he himself has been knocked out once three and one with one no contest in the ufc he has won two straight fights he's not lost since october 2020 has failed drug test in the past uh one no on contender series 2012 pro mma debut more active landing strikes and better grappling stats than Mays. however that's much has been outstruck in the ufc by 0.4 strikes a minute minus 180 go ahead Hey, do you remember who Rodrigo Nascimento subbed in the UFC? Because I heard you say one submission in the UFC. Um, remind. No, I don't. Obviously, he subbed Dante Mays. <laughs> oh, although they fought already. I, I, why, are why are we doing this, this? again? Yeah, why, why are we seeing this again? Why are we doing? I don't. I don't know. Yeah, his his UFC debut coming off a of contender series is against Dante Mays. He subbed him in the second round with a rear naked choke ditto oh, like or do i just yeah. say ditto uh because the thing about nascimento is like has he looked great in any of his fights nah the, i mean like the fight with tanner boser didn't look great i mean he split decision v- victory over illy uh latifi um he did get knocked out by chris Dawkins, which in retrospect is probably not a good loss uh especially when he's facing a power puncher here but like he's just gonna take dante mays down right Dante Mays seemingly doesn't have much of a ground game um, except for the part where whose face did he hump? Do you remember what I'm talking about? Like, I don't, I don't even remember that they fought each other, Dan. So obviously I'm the wrong person to ask. Yeah. yeah. Who's, but no, but who's <laughs> face. Oh, it's Josh Parisian Stacey. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like, he's not Josh Parisian grappling. I think Nascimento just, you know, wears him out, takes his back, chokes him out again. Give me another Rodrigo Nascimento submission. Um, obviously Gumby scroll through the photos, uh, save photos on his phone to figure out whose face he was like, Okay. There it is. Right. I don't know if I have that one in a gift. <laughs> uh, why is it plus 200 for him via submission? If he's already won via submission against I this guy. I don't know. I may have already circled that. <laughs> oh, are they giving, they're giving away money. They're giving away money. Um, smart moves like that. Uh, you can do in other sports as well. When you start using hall of fame bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bets' revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Start all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching and start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. All right. Our last non-heavyweight fight is our co-main event. Um, interesting way of me describing it, but that's what it is. Uh, Watchweights, the good Bonfim, Gabrielle Bonfim. And you can tell he thinks he's a good bomb team by his picture on topology. He's got a smug little smile. He's fighting Nicholas Dalby. <laughs> um, so we, it's not a Brazil versus USA for a change. It's Brazil versus Netherlands, Denmark, Denmark, Denmark. Denmark. Yeah, um, Denmark. All right. We're going to tell you about Mr. Denmark himself. Dalby first. Locomotivo is the nickname. 22, 4, and 1 with one no contest. Six knockouts, four submissions. He's never been finished in a fight. Six and 1 with one no contest over two stints in the UFC. He has won three straight fights, so he is a late, a late career surge here. He's not lost a fight since June of 2021. Was the Cage Warriors champion. He also has multiple regional championships on his mantle. Correct. Get the shirt. Sportsagamingpodcast.com slash store. 2010 Pro MMA debut for Dolby. Two inches of reach over a Bonfim. 
and he's outstruck his UFC opponents by 0.54 strikes a minute, plus 450. All that that resume doesn't impress the bookies. All right, Bonfim, Martina, which means tiny sledgehammer. Tiny sledgehammer, of course. 15 and 0, three knockouts, 12 submissions. So he's finished everyone. 2 0 in the UFC, 1 0 in contender series, four straight wins via submission. He used to fight at lightweight, was regional champion, two inches height, 13 years younger than Dobby. There's a lot of, uh, going to be a lot of elder uh violence on this on this fight card a lot of youngsters fighting the uh, old old fighters on the prelims and and the main card uh, he's more active landing strikes and better grappling stats than dolby he has a positive strike differential 1.28 strikes a minute over the three fights that we have stats for and he's at minus 549 and it's me i think um bonfim is obviously the pick we love bonfim um he's just way better and obviously way younger so um gabriel bonfim is my pick yeah, I think even if he fights Dalby's fight, which is just like duking it out in the feet, I think he's faster and more powerful. The thing about Dalby is like he, he just doesn't finish fights, right? Like he he's a guy who's just going to go in there and mix it up and try to put volume on you. And like, man, I don't think I can think of a, a worse kind of uh, a strategy than trying to just like out volume Gabriel Bonfim, a dude who's got like insane pressure and insane power um like that's just not a guy who you can put volume on and and keep away from you so i think there's that and then in addition to that you know like it's well documented how good the grappling of gabriel bonfim is right he's subbed everybody on contender series and in the ufc so far he out wrestled trevin giles who's got like a low-key decent wrestling game right like trevin giles we we think of as being a guy who could wrestle a bit um took him down and guillotined him in no time so, like, yeah, I, I like Bonfim here. I think he probably finds another sub here. Although, Dolby, notoriously hard to finish, right? Yes. Very, very hard to finish. Has he? What were the stats here? He I don't think he's finished, been finished in the Never. UFC. Zero. Yeah. Point yeah, zero zero times. times. So, I, uh, man, I, I think I'd probably, and I don't have the prop right in front of me right now, I'd probably stay away from the Gabriel Bonfim finish prop. Not because I trust that Dolby is going to get it done, but I bet you that that like Bonfim by sub is still like not all that impressive of a number. I bet you it's still garbage. Just wait. We're going to talk about perhaps a Bonfim prop very, very soon. Ooh, Gumby. you got Ooh, that one circled. Go. Look at you. There you go. Um, all right. Main event time. It's the big boys. Five five minute rounds, heavyweight Jilton Almeida versus Derek. No, Lewis. this no, one it surely won't, is. It won't, it won't be five minutes. Five. Oh five yes, minute it rounds. will. The, the OS <laughs> rounds, Gumby. The OS <laughs> rounds. Derek Leadfoot Lewis uh, is the one I'm going to tell you first. <laughs> uh, he's 27 and 11 with one no contest, 22 knockouts, one submission. He's been knocked out seven times, submitted twice. 18 and nine in the UFC, one and three over his last four, two and four over his last six. He won his last fight via TKO. He's taking this on short notice. Was regional champion, 2010 Pro MMA debut. Based off their last Wiggins, he was 33 pounds heavier than Almeida weighed in at. Uh, Lewis has barely outstruck his opponents. Here's his strike differential. Plus 0.01. So basically he gives what he takes. Uh, and he's at plus 380. Malhadinho is the nickname for Almeida, which means... Uh, bad, bad guy? It's a bad guy? I think it's muscly when I looked it up. Mahadino. Yeah. Does that not okay. sound right? Sure. Sure. Oh, I mean, you're questioning he's, me. He's muscly. <laughs> yeah, he's muscly. Uh, 19 and 2 is Almeida. Seven knockouts, 12 submissions. So he's finished everyone. He's been knocked out once. 5 and 0 in the UFC. He used to fight at Welchweight. Can you imagine that? Welchweight, middleweight, and light heavyweight. 
one no contender series. Moth for two championships on his mantle. Great. Correct. Get the shirt sports gambling podcast.com slash store. 2012 pro MMA debut, six years younger than Lewis, better striking stats, better grappling stats, and he's more active playing strikes. And he's got a positive strike differential of plus 3.51 strikes per minute, minus 500. Jelton. Almeida. <laughs> yeah, yep. Jelton. Jelton. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we're done. Well, and, and but you know, just to give it a little breakdown, because it's it's maybe poor form to just say Jelton and give no credit to Derek <laughs> Lewis. Derek Lewis is a guy who's got surprise knockout power, right? He's the guy who surprises people with a, a big punch and and wins fights he shouldn't win. But the fact of the matter is, is Jelton is not a guy who messes around on the feet for any more time than he needs to. He shoots takedowns early in fights. Like I, I think I saw a stat on Twitter the other day that said that he had. 15 seconds was the latest he had ever attempted his first takedown in a fight in the UFC. Like he, he will shoot a takedown in the first 15 seconds. And with Derek Lewis being on short notice, you gotta wonder about his cardio and his shape, right? Like, so even if you like his knockout power, even if you like his punching power, like it's just going to take one weird grappling exchange that like goes on for too long. And he's just going to be like laboring with his punches. And he might even get knocked out for that matter because Jelton can hit too. And if he gets tired, Jelton might just pepper him. Yep. Should be mentioned, Jelton, not his first rodeo. He, he may be an up and coming prospect. 21 fights already he, under his belt. So. And, and he beat Rosenstrike, which is like, you know, yep. discount Derek Lewis. Discount Derek Lewis. We got Derek Lewis at home. Uh, correct. All right. <laughs> let's recap and then we'll give you our fancy. Picks. We both have Omeda. We both have a bomb theme. The good bomb theme. Gabrielle. Both have Nascimento. We both have Bohio, and then we we differ. Uh, Gumby has Vieira. I have Petrosian. I have the bad bomb theme. Ishmael, and he has from Hell Pachel. All right. Vox dogs, props, parlays, all that funny stuff. Fun and funny stuff happening now. I think I'm. Am I up first? I think so. You're, you're up. Lock. You're up first for locks. I believe. Yeah. You're not taking my lock anyway. It's Denise Gomes minus 121. You're not Ooh. scaring me off that one, Gumby. I'm not scaring you off, Denise Gomes. Nope. All right. Nope. Who do I like? It's a lock. Let me think about this for a second. Give me the give me the number on Renat Fakhradinov again. Fuck, Fakhradinov. It's actually a good number if I remember correctly. Uh, scroll, scroll. Minus 286. Not that great, but mm, I'll go with that one. Uh, you know, I'm right. uh, the the ones I have close. I either went dog or like they're so close. I, I will say, so I'm going to take Renat Fakhradinov official one. Yeah. I'll say I, I'm pretty close to picking Mark Diacasey in that one too, but I think I like the line better than I like the fighter. Yep. Oh, Kidoki. Um, and you don't want to go against me either with the uh, DKC pick. So uh, don't have many dogs here. Uh, Bukoskis, I'll have to take it plus 185. Not have yeah. to. I, I like that pick. So Double that one up. I'll take Bukoskis. All right. That, that, no, that, okay. line, is, that line is both that's when I like the fighter in the line. Like I, I think, you go. He, I think he's going to win that fight anyway. And then at almost two to one, it was down to him or Angela Hill, but like the price on him comparatively is, is amazing. Yep. Um, all right. For my prop bet, the good bomb theme, Gabriel bomb theme, be a decision plus 400. Ooh. Yeah. That's interesting spicy, right? there. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. He doesn't get uh, finished. So are you just going to sweat for 15 straight yep. minutes? <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> um, I don't think you're going to sweat a plus 400 pick. So I, I think I'll be okay. Uh, but, it, but it could be a sweaty 400. Um, I am also going to, I'm actually going to one up the level of your prop. What if you I'd say you're, I see your plus 400 and I raise yep. you plus 450. Uh, I'll take plus 450 on Kai Bohio to win by knockout. Everybody's got him mm. lined up to do a submission here. 
And look, he's got submission power, but before or submission skills, but before he was in the UFC, you know, like he was letting his hands go more often. Also, I think if a boost tires out, I think there's a chance he just gets into mount and just rains down punches until they stop this one. G- give me Cabo Ohio by TKO KO plus 450. Sounds good to me. Um, Magomedov has been knocked out a couple times, so it's not the craziest, including thing. Right. by Sean Strickland, who's got like yep. pillows for hands. <laughs> zero. Exactly. The champion, you, you respect our champion. Um, all right. Our locks are fuck Rodinov and Gomes. Our, our dogs are both Bukaskis and the props. Ohio via knockout Bumfim, Gabriel Bumfim via decision. All right. Hungry man, John super fan parlay two fight parlay. You're going to have to get a graphic for this for, uh, for YouTube Gumby. Get on that two fight parlay, which will win us big money because it's going to hit this week. Go ahead. So I already mentioned, uh, uh, Rodrigo Nascimento sub Dante Mace the first time. Give me a sub the second time plus 200. Uh, as you mentioned a little bit earlier on the show, that's silly to me. I'm going to pair him with the dog money. I don't even want a prop, but I'll just take the dog money I have on Vince Pichel. I think Vince Pichel's value is is clear at the money line you're going to get him at. And when you pair those two together, you're going to get plus 1250. You screwed up when you said Pichel, but that's fine. Uh, not special <laughs> sub. And then Pichel from hell uh, for 12 plus 1250. Very good. You know, if good. Pichel wins, he's going to go on the mantle. Oh, yes. He's, he's a, one of the people, right? That's a Mount Rushmore one, especially because you're talking Definitely. shit about it. <laughs> Definitely. All right. We're going to be back on Sunday. How about we'll recap and count our money? That's what Sunday is. So we're counting all our money. Um, you can reach us in the Discord, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. You can reach us on YouTube, MMA Gambling Podcast. You can reach us on Twitter, SGPN MMA, and Gumby Verlin. I'm Jeff Fox Writer. And you can reach me with that handle on Instagram too, Jeff Fox Writer. You can reach me on my Substack, moneymma.substack.com. You don't have to reach me. You can just subscribe there and enter the free pick'em contest. That's quite all right with me. You can listen to Gumby on his other podcast, Top Turtle MMA. He's got some people on this show, this here show on his show, if that makes sense. Tell the people who's on the show that's on the uh, show. Cab Ohio, Vince Pichel, Modestus Bukaskis, all stop them by for interviews. There you go. They all stop by Gumby's Gumby's house out out in the out in the wilderness. Um, where else? Oh, sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Obviously, you got to hang out there. I'm sure it's your homepage as it is, but uh, make sure you go there. Make sure you subscribe to our Patreon so we can crush corporate gambling. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. Okay, I'm done talking. Gumby, this is your part. All right, I'm Danny Gumby Freeland. He's Jeff from Hell Fox, and we will see you on Sunday. <laughs>